You are the people of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. First Peter 2.10. Hallelujah. All I have needed, Jesus has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, take this stage, Lord. Take it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So all week, we have been celebrating Men's Fellowship Week. Hallelujah. Amen. It's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a lot of work. Hallelujah. Amen. There's no blueprint for being a father. Amen. But God has been gracious to us. Hallelujah. So the topic we have is revived by the spirit, uh, revived by the spirit for godly influence to possess the nation. Hallelujah. Revived by the spirit for godly influence to possess the nation. I'm going to dwell more on the spirit part. Hallelujah. Because that is what we've been treating this month. Hallelujah. Amen. So our text is taken from Genesis 18, 19. Genesis 18, 19. And I read, For I have known him to the end, that he may command his children, and that his household after him, that they may keep the way of Jehovah, to do righteousness and justice to the end, that Jehovah may bring upon Abraham that which he had spoken of him. Hallelujah. Amen. And then Act 1.8. Act 1.8. We all know this text very well. But it said, But ye shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And ye shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. And then First Peter 2. 5. 1 Peter 2, 5. 1 Peter 2. He said, Ye also, as living stones, are built up a spiritual house. Hallelujah. Amen. So somebody say, I am a spiritual house. I am a spiritual house. Hallelujah. Amen. To be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual, hallelujah, spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ, hallelujah, amen, amen. and then we go on to the 9 to 10, the same first Peter, we go on to 9 to 10, hallelujah, first Peter 2, 9, all right, so I read, he said, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellence of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I am no longer under darkness. I am no 
I am in the light of God. Hallelujah. For you once were not a people. This is what I read earlier. But you are the people of God. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So as I said, the whole month we have been talking about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The other time, um, pastor was here. He preached on the Holy Spirit using the ten virgins and the oil and the lamp. Hallelujah. And then I had also talked earlier. I talked emphasizing on the the law of the spirit of life that is in us. Hallelujah. And I touched on a few things. I was trying to cramp a lot in 30 minutes. Amen. 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 But today, I am going to dwell on 1 Peter 8. So 1 Peter 1, uh, I say 1 Peter, no. Act 1, 8, sorry. He said, but ye shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Hallelujah. So that word, that Greek word, what Jesus told the disciples, that Greek word, power, that they have there, the Greek word is called dunamis. Hallelujah. Amen. Dunamis. Now, what that means, also, it means a whole lot of things. That one of the things that it means, if, if one of the things that you can do if you are studying is, you know, you can say Greek word for this, and one of the, one of the um, resources is called Strong's, the Strong's resources. Hallelujah. It, it breaks down the Greek word, and it can, you can go into it and see what it really means. Hallelujah. Because the Old Testament is written in Hebrew, and the New Testament is written in Greek. Hallelujah. That was the original text that was translated into English. Hallelujah. So sometimes we know even with our local language, there are certain things in tree that you cannot really say it in English. That's the same way that there are certain Greek words, even though you translate it, is not, it doesn't bring that meaning. Hallelujah. So that word, dunamis, that we say power, what it also means is that it means might, it means strength, it means ability, and then it means force. Hallelujah. So when Jesus said that you shall receive power, most of the time we think that we are going to feel some, something, you know? All of a sudden you go out there and then you, those of you who knows Naruto and all that stuff, hallelujah, you just go there and one punch and hey, power shoots out. And then there it goes and then it conquers the foe, Hallelujah. But what Jesus was saying, that word that, that he, he told them, that they wrote down in the book of Acts, when Luke wrote it down, the word Luke used was dynamis, hallelujah. And then one of the things that it says, the main thing that I want to ask to emphasize on is the ability to perform, or abilities, hallelujah. So Jesus said that you shall receive abilities, hallelujah when the spirit comes. So because the power takes out, it, it takes out the meaning of what Jesus meant. But what Jesus meant is that you shall receive abilities so that the things that you saw me doing, now you shall be able to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Not just go and say in the name of the, but, but abilities to do different things by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Force and might to do different things by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, with that in mind, what I also want to establish is that the Holy Spirit is in you. Hallelujah. 
the Holy Spirit, this ability that we are talking about is in us. And it comes to us by the Holy Spirit. When you are saved, it's the Spirit that does the transformation through Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So now Christ comes to dwell in you in the form of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So that these abilities are in there. Amen. Now, let's go to John 14, 16 to 17. And Jesus, this is our Lord Jesus speaking. He said, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter. Hallelujah. Oh, the, well, I remember the first thing that dawned on me. Another. Another. We have more than one comforter. Oh, somebody, I say we have more than one comforter. Amen. 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 He says that I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter that he may be with you forever. Amen. 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 The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. The other time I had said that Christ is a gift for the world and the Holy Spirit is God's gift to his children. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So that when I, when I, I said you go out there, you preach Christ. Amen. And he said that, for behold, for it beholded him not. It's like me going out there and talking medical language to somebody who is not in medicine. They're going to look at me like, what's going on? That's the same way the Holy Spirit is to somebody who is not saved. Hallelujah. He said, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he abided with you and shall be in you. Hallelujah. These are the words of our master himself. Hallelujah. Amen. He said the spirit shall be where? Where will the spirit be? It where? Oh, this, this is there though. Where, is the, where will the spirit be? In you, right? In me, right? Okay, hallelujah. Amen. And then let's go to, also let's go to 1 John 2.27. 1 John 2.27. He said, ah, and as for you, so this is to the church, right? The letter was written to the church. He said, and as for you, the anointing, he calls the Holy Spirit the anointing, which you received of him abides in where? In you. Hallelujah. He abides in you. And ye need not that anyone teach you, but as his anointing teaches you concerning all things, and it's true. And it's no lie, and even as it is taught, he abide in him. So we are now, now we have we have exchanged a little bit. So Jesus said that in the end you know that I am in you, and you are in me, and I we are in the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you are drawing circles and they are intersecting. Hallelujah. I forgot what did they call them when we're Venn diagrams, right? Yeah. When, where they intersect. Hallelujah. Amen. So you have one circle intersecting with another circle, intersecting with another circle. And the center of it all is God the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. So that Jesus is in us, in the person of the Holy Spirit. We are in him. And in him, we have a lot of things in him. Hallelujah. Amen. One of them, we talk about righteousness. There are things that we have healings. There are things that we have in him. Hallelujah. And then we are also in the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And then let's go to 2 Corinthians. 
So I'm giving scriptures to know that the Holy Spirit is in war. It's in you. Amen. Second Corinthians um, 6.16. He said, And what agreement has a temple of God with idols? For we, or you, are the temple of the living God. Even as God has said, I will dwell in them. I will dwell in them. Hallelujah. Amen. And walk in them. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. I will dwell in them. Hallelujah. Amen. So where is he right now? If you are saved, where is he right now? He's in you. He said, I will dwell in them. He is in you. Hallelujah. And then I give another one. So you see, when Jesus said that, uh, uh, destroy this temple, and I'll bring it up in three days, he was talking about the temple of, of his body. Hallelujah. And they didn't get it. And they thought that he was, he was talking about the temple of Jerusalem, which is not there anymore. Hallelujah. But then, this temple... So you are the temple of the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So he said, break my body down, and in three days I'll build it up. And that's why he rose up on the third day. Hallelujah. So that he tells us that now it's not in Jerusalem, but now God is in us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And then 1 Corinthians 6, 19. We know this uh, scripture very well. He says, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit which is in you? Hallelujah. Amen. Which you receive from God and you are not of your own. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So all these scriptures that I have given, it goes to show us that the Holy Spirit is in us. That when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in us. And what is he doing there? I just want you to think about it for a minute. What is he doing there? So he comes and becomes a baggage. Another bag you have to carry. <laughs> so now it's like instead of just you carrying your, your frame around, now you have a hitchhiker. <laughs> The Holy Spirit, a hitchhiker, attached to you. And then he, he's just pulling you down. What is he doing in there? What did he come to do in there? To give you power. To give you abilities. Christ paid a high price for this to happen. So when Jesus left, he said, Thou hast prepared a, a, a body for me. When Jesus left his glory... He wasn't thinking about working in Jerusalem and healing people. He just wasn't thinking about going on the cross. He wasn't thinking about rising again. What he came to do is that he will fulfill all the price of righteousness so that the Father God will be able to release the Holy Spirit. That's why he said, it is, it, it, it is better for you that I go. Right? Is better. That was the ultimate goal of Christ. So that you have the Holy Spirit in you. Not just to be saved, but you have abilities. Abilities. That does not come naturally, but comes from the Father. Hallelujah. 
that was what Christ was looking forward to. So when Isaiah was writing about him, when all the prophets wrote about him, when David was writing the Psalms, how he was going to suffer, he was looking forward to you and I having the Holy Spirit in us. He did not need to come down. Hallelujah. But he came because the Father sent him. And why did the Father send him? So that we would be saved and not saved but have the Holy Spirit in us and be able to effect change. Hallelujah. That is the calling of the Christian. So then that's why when he was leaving, he said, when the Holy Spirit comes, you shall have this. That's why you see Peter. Peter. Who, when Jesus was going to raise that 12-year-old girl, went with him. He saw what Christ did, right? Because Christ was full of the Holy Spirit. Now, that same Peter goes and finds Dorcas. And they ask Peter to come because Dorcas, in the book of Acts, a, a lady who had served God and had helped the missionaries, her name was Dorcas, she had died. They called Peter to come. Now, Peter comes and Peter almost, now he knows that he has the ability that Christ had in him. So Peter tells them, leave the room. And then Peter kneels down and prays. And then he remembers the Lord. And he said, Dorcas, rise up. And Dorcas rose from the dead. That is what the Holy Spirit does. Abilities. Abilities. So that when Peter goes and see Ananias, I, I, I think his name was Ananias, yes, the paralyzed man. He said, Ananias, Christ heals you. Get up. Abilities. That is what he's in there to do. So that through that, you are changed. Hallelujah. We are natural first. But when that spirit comes to dwell in us, it has to effect a change. It has to change. You see Jesus Christ walking about in Jerusalem, full of the spirit. He said, whatever I do, that's what I see the Father does. Hallelujah. Amen. We have to get to the point. Smith Wigglesworth says something. He said, anything done outside of the Holy Spirit is useless. Anything done. He said, I see it as anything that I do outside of the Spirit is utterly useless. It has to be done in the Spirit. Anything. We go out there, when we move. Well, everything we do, we do in the Spirit. We wake up in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, now that I have, I have shown you that the Holy Spirit is in there, one of my favorite quotations, 1 John 4, 4, hallelujah. Oh, I love this verse because he has gotten me over a lot of things, hallelujah. He said, you are from God, little children, or you are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Who is the them that he's talking about? We, we, we say this scripture all the time, right? We've overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. What is the them that we are talking about? What is that? What is the them? So 
the epistles is a continuation. It was broken down into chapters, right? So when John wrote it, he didn't write chapter 1, chapter 2. If you always think about the Bible, you think about the Bible that way, it helps you read it so you can connect it. Because sometimes they put subheadings onto it and it breaks away from it. And if you read the first three chapters, John was talking about Antichrist evil spirits, right? So that is the them that he's talking about. He said, you have overcome them. Because what? Because you are beautiful? Because you are handsome? Because you got your hair braided? Hallelujah. Because Biden is your president? No. Because he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Abilities through the Holy Spirit. Well, I, I think Smith Wigglesworth, he's the one who said it. He said, I'm a greater times, I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. So when you see him that little, he always thinks of himself as bigger than that. Because for what? He that is in, in you is greater than he that is in the world. So one of the things that I would want the children of God to, for you to start thinking of yourself is think more of yourself as a spirit being. Hallelujah. That your spirit, that has been transformed, right? He says that, behold, all things have passed away. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new, right? In Christ, right? 2 Corinthians 5.17. So you are a spirit being living in this body. But let your spirit dominate you so that you think more of yourself bigger on the inside than on the outside. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So as I, I go on, we Hallelujah. Amen. So we are going to go back to Act 1-8. Act 1-8. Act 1-8. And I'm also going to talk about, um, Jemima, let's go to Act 10.38. Actually, Act 10.38, sorry. Act 10.38. This is a, I, I think it's someone, uh, Jesus Christ. Act 10.38. All right. He said, Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> one day, whenever, whenever I pray and I say, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, <laughs> one day my wife asked me, why do you say all of that? <laughs> And I said, that's what they say in the scriptures. <laughs> Every time Peter and Paul, they say, in the name of Jesus. But if you say in the name of Jesus, it still works. Amen. I just got in the habit of saying, in the name of Jesus. of Nazareth, <laughs> Because there were a lot of uh, Jesuses back then, right? But there was one from Nazareth, whom everybody knew. Hallelujah. He went about. Hallelujah. So he said, Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power. This is the part that I want us to catch. This is the part. Who went about doing good abilities, right? What did this Holy Spirit ability give him? He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. But then you're going to tell me that, oh, that is Jesus, the Son of God. I read in Ephesians, he said that we are his sons, right? We've been adopted into sonship. 
and that we cry what? Abba, Father. So you are also a son of God. And as Jesus was a son of God, the Bible said that he stripped himself of all his powers, took the form of a man, and then he came and dwelt amongst us. He did carpentry. Hallelujah. Amen. He walked about. He didn't just jump and say that I want to be in Samaria. Let me, let me, let me go to the wall, the wall of Samaria. He walked to Samaria. He ate. He did everything as men do. But then he was in tune with the spirit. He, he could. He could have sinned. But no, he didn't. Thank God the second Adam did not fail. Hallelujah. Amen. But he conquered. Hallelujah. So this is what the Holy Spirit comes in us for us to do. That we do good. Hallelujah. And one of the things we can also do, go about, is that healing all that were oppressed of the devil. That is why in the synagogue, there were demon-possessed people there. When he showed up there, he said, what do you want with our son of God? Abilities. The rabbi was there. He had zero abilities. But when the Son of God walked into the synagogue, the church, the temple of God, right? All of a sudden, they saw ability coming. They saw the Spirit coming. Because Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit. That same Spirit is in you. Hallelujah. I just want you to say, the Spirit that Jesus Christ had is in me. Oh, somebody say it with con conviction. The spirit that Jesus Christ had is in me. There are a lot of spirits out there, but we're talking about one, the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, there are a bunch of spirits out there. Yes. Oh, plenty of them. Yes. Plenty. Some of them want to disguise themselves as the Holy Spirit, but they don't have that, the ability that the Spirit has. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So there is one. All right. So now... We see what Jesus did with the abilities that he had. Now, let's go to, um, I'd like us to read Mark 16. Mark 16, 15 to 18. And I know most of us know this. He said, and he said unto them, go into the world and preach the gospel to the whole creation, right? He that believeth in me and is baptized shall be saved. He that does not believe in me shall be condemned. And these signs shall follow them. Hallelujah. Jimara, can you move on? These signs shall follow them, or these signs shall accompany them. Hallelujah. Amen. I like the accompany. When I say accompany me, it means that we are going side by side, right? Yeah. When I say follow me, that means like, you know, I'm ahead and you are behind. Hallelujah. Amen. So accompany is like attached, right? Just let's go with me. Hallelujah. Not follow me. So these signs will go with us. Hallelujah. He said that in my name, they shall cast out demons. That is one ability of the Holy Spirit. We shall do what? Cast out demons. You have the power. That, so remember when Satan fell in heaven, the Bible says that the angels fought with him. They lost the battle, and God drove them out. That power lies in you. Amen. Right this minute, while you are sitting here. Amen. You have it. Amen. If you've been saved, you have it. Amen. 
He said, these signs shall follow them who what? Believe. Are you a believer? Yes. Are you a believer? Yes. Or are you a doubter? You believe in Jesus. I am sure that Jesus purposely said this so that we have no excuses and say that, oh, this was meant for the apostles or this is meant for deacons or this is meant for the pastor. No. Jesus said that those who believe in him, these signs shall follow them. You have that ability. Number one, one of the abilities that comes is that we shall drive our what? Demons. And they shall speak in new tongues. That is one of the abilities, speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why when Peter and John went to Samaria after Philip had been there, the Bible says that they laid hands upon them and they received the Holy Spirit. Right there, something must have happened for that guy, Simon, to say, give me some, right? So because they spoke in tongues, right? So if, if, if they didn't, then you will know who received the Spirit and who didn't, right? Because some people want to get into Bible arguments. But most of the time, common sense makes you know that something happened there that distinguished those who received the Spirit from Simon. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So he said that they shall speak in new tongues and they shall take up serpent. Hallelujah. And if, so the serpent there, the serpent there that he's talking about also represents de demons and forces. He's adding those two. Hallelujah. So I'm not saying that go out there and pick up snakes. They're going to bite you, man. For, for real. Okay, all right. So that he said that, and then they shall speak, and then they'll pick up, and if they, and, and if they drink anything deadly, it will no wise hurt them. And they shall lay hands upon the sick, and they shall recover. Abilities through the Holy Spirit, this is one of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have that ability. Say, I have the abilities of God through the Holy Spirit. Now, how will you be able to accomplish these abilities? Jesus didn't just get up. Peter didn't just get up, right? There are things that you have to do when the Holy Spirit comes. One of them is that you have to believe in the word that the Spirit dwells in you. You have to believe that the Spirit dwells in you. I'm giving three pointers here how these abilities work. Hallelujah. You have to believe that the Spirit dwells in you. Hallelujah. Hebrews 1.6, it said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. You have to have that faith that the Spirit of God dwells in you. That you are no more under the kingdom or under the power of darkness, but you are in the kingdom of the Son of His light. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So you have to believe that. Hallelujah. Amen. Secondly, now when the Spirit comes, and it's in there, he's a gentleman. He will not force you to do something you don't want to do. He will nudge you. He will push you ever so slightly sometimes. Sometimes he might push you a little bit more. Hallelujah. But he's a gentleman. He doesn't go about forcing people to do things their own way. He doesn't. He's a gentleman. Hallelujah. 
So now, what do you have to do? You have to feed on the word of God. Hallelujah. That's why he said in Romans, he said, so faith comes through how? Hearing and hearing by the word of God or by the word, so the word of God or the word of Christ. Some translations say the word of Christ. Hallelujah. You have to feed on that. A man of God once said, we feed our bodies three hot meals a day and then we feed the spirit one cold sandwich a week when we come to church. If in sandwich, then you're lucky. You get nachos. The spirit will get some nachos and then some quesadilla, and then we are done. We are done. We don't feed it again until the next week. So yesterday, when we came out here, we were doing the work. When we worked and worked and worked, we got hungry, and we got tired. And then when we ate, oh my goodness, we went out and did more work. Hallelujah. You have to feed the spirit or you speak, so the spirit is in your spirit. You have to feed your spirit the word of God. Hallelujah. Smith Wiggles was, I like that guy. Hallelujah. So he said that wherever he went, he doesn't matter. Anytime he finished eating, when he feeds his body, he will feed his spirit. So anytime he finished eating, he will read a chapter in the Bible. And he said, I do, not mind, I do not consider myself fully dressed until I have my Bible with me. Hallelujah. So anytime before, after he finished eating, he, he said, no matter where he is, he eats, he takes out his Bible. Even if he's in a restaurant, he will take out his Bible, he'll read a chapter, and he will feed the spirit. Then he said, okay, now I'm well fed. You are a thousand times bigger on the inside than you're on the outside. So the inside, we need more food. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We need the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And then the, the next most important thing is that you have to exercise that ability. Hallelujah. I have never seen a bodybuilder stay home and show up for a contest. I've never seen an athlete stay home and show up for a contest. They train. Hallelujah. So you have to exercise that ability. You have to exercise it. You have to exercise it. Once you keep feeding it, then you have to exercise it. Hallelujah. Amen. Usually, I don't, I don't like to give examples, but I will. So one of the things that I've been doing is exercising this ability. Hallelujah. Amen. So anytime my kids are sick, I exercise that ability over them. The first thing I do is I pray for them. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the worst thing that can happen to me is that my conscience will kick in. And then my physician brain will start kicking in. And then start listing differential diagnosis. Hallelujah. And then you spiral down. And then you spiral down. And then now you think about something big. Hallelujah. So the first thing I do is I pray for them. You have to exercise that ability. So I say, in the name of Jesus, be well. Exercise it. Exercise it. Amen. Hallelujah. Exercise it. And then you don't... So one of the things that most of the time we do is that we want to start off where somebody is. You have to start off from here. Hallelujah. And then you build upon it. You build upon it. Hallelujah. So one day I was at work. I was, I was not feeling well at all. But I went to work. 
And as I, as I went to work, I was praying. I said, there is now therefore no condemnation for him that is in Christ Jesus, right? We do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirits. Romans 8. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, right? So I said that I have life, the life of God in me. I am well in the mighty name of Jesus. And I kept moving. Oh, I tell you, the, the more I said it, the worse the symptoms got. Oh, I'm telling you, I'll be climbing the stairs and I'm like, give up, go, go, go and climb, go use the elevator. But then I kept my confession. I kept it. I said, I am well, I refuse to be sick. I am well, I refuse to be sick. By the end of my shift, all my symptoms had left. Hallelujah. You have to exercise it. You have to exercise it. If you keep on sitting there and not exercising it, these abilities will not become evident. So something that takes 12 hours, you keep exercising it, it's going to take two hours, then it's going to take one hour, then it's going to take 30 minutes, then it will become instant. You have to exercise it. It doesn't come naturally. Because naturally, we are humans. And to the human mind, it doesn't make sense. But you have to exercise your ability. Hallelujah. Find a scripture for the ability that you want to use. Even if it's Mark 16, say that, in my name, in my name, they shall drive out demons. In my name, I'll lay hands upon the sick and they shall be well. In my name, I'll pick up serpents. In my name, in his name, not in my name, in his name. Jesus said in his name. You know, if you drink anything deadly, it shall by no means harm you. Say that. So because of that, I have the ability of God in me and exercise it. Then, recently, I, 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 I cooked pasta. And when I was draining it, the hot water poured on my leg. It was bad. So I ran upstairs. I poured cold water on it. Then the Holy Spirit said, speak to your leg. Hallelujah. So then I looked at my foot and I said, in the name of Jesus, you shall not blister. In the name of Jesus, you, there, there will be no wounds on this leg. In the name of Jesus, this leg is going to be well in Jesus' name. I said that. Oh, I tell you, uh, it was burning. You feel that burning, right? Burning. We're having a presbytery meeting. The whole time it was burning. But I kept my confession. And I can give glory to God that nothing happened to my leg. Not even one blister. My leg remained the same after hot water had poured upon it. You have to exercise that ability. One last thing I want to say. Timothy said, preach the word, right? You are children of God. I really don't want us to be speaking doubt. Hallelujah. When you read the scripture, Jesus never said anything. He, he was a man of faith. Even before he went to the grave, he said, don't worry, I have already conquered. Even before he conquered. The abilities of God that is in us, when we speak it, it makes things happen. Hallelujah. If you keep speaking negative things, negative things will happen in your life. I want you to talk positive. Hallelujah. No more negative. So sometimes at work, they, they tell me that I'm optimistic. No, I'm not optimistic. I dwell on the word of God. 
And then you speak the word of God. Hallelujah. So that when you're going to do something, I don't want you to say that, oh, it will not work. Because when you say that, guess what? It will not work. But I want you to start, start talking positive. Amen. I have the abilities of God in me. This thing that I'm going to do, it will be successful. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. My kids are going to be successful. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I am going to have this. Hallelujah. Amen. I will have this. And I have this. Amen. So you go from I will have to I have. And then you say, thank God that I have it. Talk positive. Talk positive. Do not lie. into. There was one liar, and he's been a liar from the beginning. And he is not your father. God is your father. The devil has been a liar from the beginning. But that we speak truth. And the word is the truth. So if you're in school, say that I will pass this course. I'm going to ace this course. Talk that. Say that. Your, your, your mental faculties will tell you that it's not possible. But then you feed your spirit, it will always overcome your brain. The number one hindrance is this thing right here. This, this knuckle. This thing we have in, in, in the cranium. Oh, I'm telling you, it will give you trouble. And that is where the enemy works, right here. Me, the, the devil is not in me. God is in me. So when he's trying to do something, he comes through here. But then ability of God for this to overcome this. And then so every time you speak, speak positive. Shall we be on our feet? I want you to say, I am a believer. Somebody say this with conviction. I am a believer. I am a believer. I am not a doubter. I am not a doubter. I believe in the word of God. I believe in the word of God. I believe that the Holy Spirit is in me. I believe that the Holy Spirit is in me. I believe I have the abilities of God. I believe I have the abilities of God. In me. In me. So help me, Father. So help me, Father. To exercise this ability. To exercise this ability. Just thank him for the ability. Just thank him. Give him all the glory. Just give him all the praise. Just thank him. Just just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just bless his holy name. Just thank him. Just thank him. 